time lift up your hands and let's celebrate the lord blessed is the man whom the lord has chosen whom he has caused to approach unto him he wants to satisfy you satisfy me lift up your hand and give him thanks show your appreciation to the lord for being in his house this morning lord we thank you we give you all the glory to you alone be all the praise forevermore in jesus name we have given thanks please let your amen be louder someone here this morning that is too sure that you are shifting level shout a big hallelujah somebody that knows that because you have stepped into this next level banquet service every aspect of your life shall move to the next phase the next level will you give the lord a jump and a shout of hallelujah now just very quickly 60 seconds before we get seated it's important for us to establish our expectation before the lord this morning in second corinthians chapter 3 from verse 16 down to 18 he said nevertheless when it shall turn unto the lord the veil shall be taken away whatsoever has blocked your access to next level before now it shall be taken away this morning and then he said now the lord is the spirit for where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty good news there is liberty for somebody today and lastly said but we all with open face beholding in the glass the glory of the lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the lord i'd like you to lift up your voice 60 seconds father i have appeared before you let the veil be taken away let me be set at liberty both by your word and by your communion and as you open my eyes to behold your word lord let me change level dramatically now express your expectation before the lord 60 seconds father in the name of the lord jesus you have brought us to this next level banquet we ask that the veils be taken away the limitations, the hindrances that has kept us on one spot, let it be shattered before your presence. For where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We assess our liberty by your word and by the communion table this morning in the name of Jesus. And Father, cause our faces to be open this morning to behold you, your word, that we may be changed into the glory of your word. Everything we are seeing in your word today, we shall be changed. There shall be a metamorphosis into that realm that your word is showing us. The picture of your word shall become evident upon each one of us this morning. In the name of Jesus, therefore we shall return with our next level, new level, next faces, being a reality before us. Thank you, mighty Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. That verse 18, he said, we are changed into the same image. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, get ready for your change. Say it louder, get ready for your change. And my change here, give Jesus a big beard of praise. And please, let's be seated. It is my year of breaking limits. It's my privilege and honor this morning granted permission by jesus and god's servant to bring us the word of the lord in this first service and i trust jesus that the word of the lord as we have prayed a while ago shall bring change into every aspect of life positively in the name of jesus christ now let's be reminded that the prophetic focus for this month of november is praise facilitates the fulfillment of prophecies glory to god Praise facilitates the fulfillment of prophecy. And we began our teaching series on our Sunday services 
which is captioned, understanding how praise facilitates the fulfillment of prophecies. Understanding how praise facilitates the fulfillment of prophecy. The how of every issue of life is very important so that we can maximize the blessing therein. Like the Bible said, the labor, the effort of a foolish man wearies them. They get tired. How? He said, for he knows not the how to get into that city. Every time the how is not known, frustration comes. But this month, by the help of the Holy Ghost, we shall gain understanding on to how to use praise to, to see prophecies fulfilled in our lives in the precious name of Jesus. Now, by way of introduction, we have heard that prophecy is the unveiling of God's plan and purpose, either for a nation, either for a people, or for an individual. Prophecies are real, and they are God's plan, unveiling it, unfolding it. So when a prophecy goes forth, either on the behalf of a nation or a people, an individual, it is simply the uncovering of the divine plan, the intention of God. Isaiah chapter 14 and verse 24. The Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely, as I have thought, so shall it come to pass. And as I have proposed, so shall it stand. So God has purposes, counsels that he has predetermined. And he unveiled it to us by prophecy. We also heard that there are two main sources that God uses to unveil his plan. His agenda and his purpose for us. There are two main sources. Number one, we have the scriptures, the Bible, as God's first ordained source of prophecy. In Second Peter chapter one, verse nineteen to twenty-one, talking about the word, he said, "We have." I love that beginning. He said, "We have a more sure word of prophecy, more sure." So the prophecy of the scripture are sure. No wonder he said that, O oh Lord, thy word is settled in heaven forever. We have a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto you do well to take it. So you are doing well. Every time you give attention to the prophecies of the scripture, you take heed to that. And then he went further, he said, unto a light that shines. So the prophecy of the scripture beams with light. It lightens every darkness around us. Until the, until the day dawn and the day star rises in our heart. Verse 20. Verse 20. Please, studio your pause quickly. Praise the Lord. Knowing this, that no prophecy of the scripture is of any private interpretation. So, the scriptures are filled with prophecies about you. Prophecies about me. Prophecies about our finances. Prophecies about our children. And other concerns. And then in verse 21, he said, For the prophecy came not in no time by the will of men, but only men of God. They were speaking as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. So God uses the scriptures as his prophecies of unveiling his agenda for our life. For example, we read a while ago, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 to, 22, to 18. That is his agenda. And I know today, by that prophecy of the scripture, you change levels. Let your amen be louder. And secondly, God uses his prophets, his chosen men, chosen vessels, to unveil his plan and his agenda. In Hosea, chapter 12, verse 13, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out, and by a prophet was a preserved. 
So prophets are God's mouthpiece. They declare God's counsel. They are men and women whom he has chosen by himself to unveil his plan. These are two major sources by which prophecy are unveiled. But let us take note that irrespective of the source of the prophecy, every individual has responsibility to know what to do to see prophecy fulfilled. Prophecies are simply the declaration of the intention of God. But they are not the same as the fulfillment of that intention. So we must know as individuals what to do to see prophecies fulfilled. Glory to God. No wonder Paul asked to admonish Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 18. He said, this charge I commit unto you, O son Timothy, by the prophecies which have gone ahead of you, wars have come. Now begin to do something that you, that thou might, thou by them, my mightest war, a good warfare. So there is something I must do to see the prophecies, the plan, the purpose of God as unveiled either by the scripture or by the mouth of his prophet to be fulfilled in my life. So the responsibility for fulfillment is resting on an individual. And that is why it's important. The word of God can come to all of us. But what we do as individuals determine the fulfillment. As far as God is concerned, he will never say what it doesn't mean. Once he said it, he means it. It appears that before God will speak, he has concluded what he wants to do. But what an individual does or we do with what God has said determines the fulfillment. No wonder, he's talking to Mary. He said, blessed is she that believeth. There's something she did. Then there shall be a performance of the things which are told her from the Lord. Now let's take a look. What are prophecies quickly? Number one, prophecies are not psychological prediction. They are the unveiling of the divine plan, divine purpose. Ezekiel 12, 21 to 25, but verse 25 precisely. He said, for I am the Lord, I will speak. And the word that I speak shall come to pass. And it shall be no more prolonged. For in your days, I will say the word and I will perform it, said the Lord. That means every prophetic word that you and I will have heard from January till date. Before Shiloh this year. The same God who has said it to the mouth of a servant or to the scripture shall fulfill it for you in the name of Jesus. But no prophecy can be fulfilled in the energy of the flesh. No prophecy can be fulfilled in the energy of the flesh. First Samuel chapter 2 verse 9, by strength shall no man prevail. And then Romans chapter 9 verse 16, it is not of him that will it. It is not of him that run it. It is of God that showeth mercy. Why is it that prophecies cannot be fulfilled in the energy of a man? Because God always speaks according to his power. Every prophetic word of God is according to what only him can do, according to his power. No wonder Jesus speaking. In Matthew chapter 12, verse 24, he, Jesus answered them and said to them, he said, you err, you make mistake, you make error, not knowing, Mark, Mark 12, 24, not knowing the scriptures, not the power of God, not knowing the scripture, not having access to the prophets of God and the power of God. So it is important for us to ensure that we know that prophecies can only be filled according to the power of God. And when God is speaking, he's not looking at our capacity. He's not looking at our limitation. He's looking at what only him can do. Glory to God. And that is why it's important for us to receive the word. Because until we receive it, many a time the prophecies of God are so big that it can be easily discarded. 
They appear so big. You mean this year, this is November, I can still break limits? You mean this year, my marriage can still be established, Jesus? It's because when God speaks, He's not speaking according to our capacity. He's speaking according to what His power can deliver. And remember, there is no power but of God. All power in heaven and on earth has been saddled to God. Glory to God. So when he speaks, he knows what his power can deliver and is speaking according to his power. So we must receive it. Receive the prophetic word. Breaking limits is still as valid as today is valid. That this year, 2020, you must break limits. And in case you have broken limits before now, between now and Shiloh, 29 days, you will still yet break greater limits. And remember, the Lord has brought you to here this morning to change our levels. So no matter the level you are, no matter how great, how good, how blessed you are, God is saying, son, move up. Daughter, move up. I'm pushing you up by my power. And that power of heaven that nothing can stop will shift somebody's story today. In the name of Jesus Christ. So we have to receive the word. Receive it. John chapter 1, verse 11 and 12. He came to his own. His own received him not. That's it. So the word has specific people is intended to. But the question is, can you receive it? Can you take it? You receive it, you take it. God is sending the word of breaking limits. God is sending the word of change of levels. But can you receive it? Can you take it? And in verse 12, he said, but as many as received the word, to them he gave power to change their level. Somebody is receiving the word right now. Your health is changing level on this mountain today. Somebody's marital destiny is changing level on this matter today. Somebody's career is changing level on this matter today. You thought you have seen blessing, but between now and the end of this year, after the order of Abraham, men will be using your blessing to pray to God. Let your amen be louder. But the prophetic word must be received. And when we receive the prophetic word, it keeps us on the go. Every prophetic word we receive, keeps us on the go. When God speaks and you are not moving, you have not received the word. The evidence that I've received what God said is by moving, by moving. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 to 27, we say that all there. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 1 to 3, write the vision that make it play upon the tables so that he that readeth it, he that catches this word will begin to run. Every time you are walking in obedience, it's a proof you have caught the word from the Lord. You have received it. And every word received, find expression. Number two, every prophetic word we receive reduce fear, removes fear. Because the word of God is the source of faith. And faith and fear are not the same. Faith is simply resting on the part of God. Why fear is resting or looking at the power of the adversary. Every time you look at the adversary, fear comes. But every time you look unto God, faith comes. So then faith comes by hearing and by hearing the word. Every time we receive the prophetic word, fear of the happenings are shattered. I see that becoming a portion in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. But let's take note quickly that praise is one vital key to see prophecy fulfilled. Praise is one vital key to see prophecies fulfilled. Why so? Like we said earlier, only the power of God can perform the word of God. Breaking limits can only be by God's power. Look at it, for example, which we have been establishing. This year, God spoke by his own power. 10,000 churches to be planted by this commission in Nigeria. 10,000 churches. 
Oh, we received the prophetic word early this year. But when situation and circular began to happen, all of us, we began to like, Lord, over to you now. Over to you now. And the good news is this. Before our very own eye, as of today now, over 10,000 churches have been planted already. And you bear me record, only the power of God could have made this available. There is no effort of man there is no calculation of man. There is no scheme of man that can make it so. It can only be by the power of the God of heaven that can do all things, irrespective of what any man thinks or what is happening around. That means no matter what has happened in Nigeria or in the world, you shall still break your own limits. In the name of the Lord Jesus. But it will take us to praise him. To keep on celebrating him. Because praise is God's natural environment. Psalm 22 verse 3. Praise is his natural environment. He inhabits our praises. And as we praise him vigorously, he steps in to begin to perform what he has said he will do. Glory to God. And that's the case of Joseph. Joseph, a man whose prophecies came to Genesis chapter 37 from verse 5 to 19. The prophecies of a great future had a dream. The unfolding of God's plan for his life. But we saw that in Genesis chapter 40, from beginning from verse 1 to verse 22, Joseph refused to allow circumstance to determine his joy. His joy was still intact. In verse 7 of that scripture, he went, okay, from verse 6, and, Jesus, and, and Joseph came unto them in the morning and looked upon them, and they were sad. Now, you cannot be sad and be encouraged to people that are sad. He was in the prison. Despite the prophecy that he would be the head, but he found himself in the prison. Yet in the prison, he was the comfort. He was the one ministry comfort to the sad. That means inside the prison, he maintained his joy. And you know what? You cannot be joyful and not be praiseful. When you are joyful, naturally songs are bursting forth from within you. But when you are sad, to sin become, you know, you squeeze face like Satan. When people squeeze face, they look like Satan. But when people smile and they are rejoicing, they look like God. That is why praise makes people look beautiful. Glory to God. When you see people that praise God, you will see them looking beautiful. Glory to God. Glory to God. That's why he said in Psalm 149, uh, he said, he will beautify. The big. Talking about praise. Beauty. He was in the prison, yet he was beaming. You know, when you carry this joy, people will know you carry solution. Because in the midst of the prison, if anybody ought to be sad, it ought to be this guy, Joseph. He has never done anything wrong. Perhaps he has done everything right. Yet, it appears things were going down. But you know what? He maintained his joy. He maintained his joy. And because of that praiseful lifestyle, he ascended the throne. He was called for just one night. And everything turned. Good news is this. Whatever God has promised you, whatever promise has come for you, it may appear from Janity now that everything is going down just like Joseph. But the good news is this month of November, you shall be called for. You see, what Joseph could have dreamt of in his life, he got it in one day. Just one day. That same day, he got married. That same day, he got the best chariot. That same day, he got the ring in his house. That same day, he got the house. Everything Mark could have been looking for just one day. Good news for you. Before Shiloh, there is such one day waiting for somebody here. And as you praise God this morning, God shall rise and perform what only him 
could accomplish in the name of Jesus Christ. Somebody shouting a bigger amen. Somebody shouting yet a bigger amen. So we must rejoice like Joseph did if we must see prophecies fulfilled. Rejoice like Joseph did. Oh, till now, no man is coming. Leave that. God knows what he will do. He can never be late with God. Then every time he's right with God. Don't mind your mockers. Don't mind those looking down on you. You keep on looking up. Remember? Remember, they look unto him. Woo! And they were lightened. And they are no more ashamed. God is going to discomfit all your mockers. Those that said, oh, Baba winner, Mama winner. Maybe somebody has been saying, Pastor Falaji is using you to build a church. Very shortly. By the happiness of your life, they will follow to serve the God of Pastor Falaji here. In the name of Jesus Christ. Because as you praise him this morning, he's going to rise for you. In the precious name of Jesus. Give the Lord a big out of praise. Now, then, today's our next level banquet service. It's a banquet. It's a feast to change levels. Let's understand that God's method of moving us forward is teaching us. It's knowledge. When God is ready to change a people's story, he teaches us. He brings teachings. In Luke chapter 4 verse 18, Jesus talking, he said he has uh, dollars upon me and anointed me to preach to the poor. So when it is time for the poor to become rich, it comes by teaching, by knowledge. To preach to the poor. Somebody has said to give money to the poor. But God doesn't give money to the poor. He teaches the poor. He teaches. No wonder Jesus said, come and learn of me. Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come and learn. Come and learn. There's something to learn. There's something to receive. So when we are committed to learning, then God is committed to changing our levels. When we are committed to receiving instruction from Him, then He's ready to change our level. In Deuteronomy chapter two verse three, that's God talking. He said, "You have compassed this mountain long enough. You have stayed there for too long. Now turn. Somebody say, I will turn today.'" You have stayed at that level. It's time to turn. And this morning, by the word you are hearing right now, your turning has begun. This will start changing your direction. Beginning from the decisions you are taking, this has started changing in the name of Jesus. He said, turn, you northward. And you know, northward is God's way. Northward is forward and upward. So for you, for your household, for your finances, for your career, for your spiritual life, you are moving forward and upward in the name of Jesus Christ. But let's take note that redemption, among many things, has empowered us for a consistent change of levels of progress in life. The essence of salvation is to make progress with life, measurable progress, remarkable progress. You have heard, if you are conversing with this commission, that this communion has never known a better yesterday. If there is any better time for this commission now, it is now. And then the next better one will be tomorrow. That shall be your story from now. That is what the redemption approach, chapter 4, verse 18. The path of the just is as a shining light. It shineth more and more and more. That shall be somebody's testimony. But we must possess 
our next level mentality. Because our mentality is our actuality. God finds it difficult to move when a man's mentality refuses to move. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. So we must carry a next level's mentality. Because God wants me to change level. As we behold in a glass, we are changed. So he wants me to change level. He wants me to move forward. Therefore, I must carry a change next level mentality. Thinking so. Thinking so. Next levels. So how many of you are thinking your next level right now? How many of you are thinking your next level right now? How many of you know that before Shiloh, you will celebrate next levels? And you know what? When you think it, you will say it. The proof of thinking it is saying it. You know what you think for so long, before you realize it starts coming from out of your mouth. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaking. So how many of you believe are changing levels? Now, will you talk about your change of level right now? Let it come out of your mouth. I'm changing level financially. I'm changing level maritally. I know my breaking limit is still established in the name of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Will you declare it one more time? Make you stronger. Like you mean it. Hallelujah. I know my account is changing, changing level. I know before the year is over, I will see breaking limit outside for me. I'm beginning from today. My breaking limit level is started speaking forth in the name of Jesus. Now let's close on this note. Five keys to engage for continuous change of levels. Five keys. Number one, we must continue to walk in line with the word of God. Continue to walk in line. Not just to walk in line and stop. Now, the word of God, there are steps to take to the throne. And every time we take step in his word, we are making progress. We are changing level. You take step financially, obeying the instruction of the Lord to give in to tighten another. And as you continue, you are already changing level financially, no matter what it may appear. When you, change, when you take steps in line with bringing in some matters territory, you are already changing level. So continue to take the step because every step you take in the world is a step forward. The word of God always leads us forward, not backward. So continue to take the step in the world. First, James chapter 1 verse 22 to 25 mentioned that. Number two, continue to engage with every divine instruction. That may be handed down to us from time to time. Obedience to the instructions. Instruction, for example, to go after ten souls. Keep on engaging. You just keep on walking in obedience. And God will keep on changing your level dramatically. When you do what you can do for God. God will do what you cannot do for yourself for you. Keep on taking steps with divine instructions. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 1 to 3. You shall... Accord to the voice of the Lord to obey and to observe all he has commanded you. And then the Lord shall begin to bless you. It will cause blessing to overtake you. Overtaking blessing. You know what overtaking blessing means? That means before you get there, blessing is waiting. That means before you get married, blessing is waiting. Before you get it, no wonder people will tell us something like, Oh, I got a job. They give me a house. Uh, I everything is 
just waiting. That is overtaking blessing. The blessing has overtaken you. It has gone to next year. It has gone to 10 years time. Gone to 20 years. So as the days have unfolded, it's just unfolding in blessings. That shall be somebody's testimony. And we must continue to take instruction that way. Number three, continue to serve the interest of God. Pursue the interest of God with your life. Let your life be a summation of pursuing the agenda of God for his kingdom. Matthew 33, you shall seek first the kingdom and all other things shall be added. That's with your resources, that with your skills, that with your energy. Pursuing the advancement of his kingdom, of his house, of his people. And then God keep on changing our level dramatically. Number, number four, continue to trust God to confirm his word. Put your trust in the Lord. Job said, in Job 13, 15, he said, Though he slay me, yet I will trust him. What, what, what that means is this. It doesn't matter what is happening around me, yet my trust is in the Lord. You know what? And those that put their trust in the Lord, they are like Mount Zion that cannot be moved. No wonder, either lockdown, either COVID, whatever may, may happen, because this commission, we kept on putting our trust in God that can deliver the 10,000 churches. You see, as, like a mountain, nothing is shaking us. Lockdown didn't shake us. The happening is not, shaking us. It's not moving us. We are just seeing prophecies fulfilled. You want to change level? Keep on trusting God, especially when it appears things are not working. And then we begin to see God stepping in. And last number five, continue to celebrate the faithfulness of God. See, God is faithful. The faithfulness of God means God cannot fail. God is faithful. Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9. Please studio Deuteronomy chapter 7 verse 9. He said, no, therefore, that thy, the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God. He is the faithful, definite article, the faithful God. No wonder people come to share testimony on this mountain. You hear God that is too faithful to fail. Before Shiloh, you looking at me now, we stand on this altar to confirm that this God is the faithful God. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. He said, which keepeth covenant and mercy to them that love him. And keepeth his commandment even to a thousand generations. The faithfulness of God will appear for somebody today. Therefore, this week, you shall come with your testimony of change of levels. Now, give the Lord a big hand of praise and celebrate Jesus. God's servant, God's prophet, which is one vital tool that God uses to unveil both his plan and to establish his plan so may come up. But there are some of us here, I like God's servant to pray for you. You know that the pattern, the way your life is going is not right with God. And only God can help you. Only God can save you. And what God is saying, just come to me. Let me help you. Let me treat you first. And I will set to your life. You want to surrender life to Jesus? You want to be born again? You want God to take over your life and change your life? Will you please rise up on your feet? God bless you in the name of Jesus. You want to be born again? Your sins forgiven? This morning, there are a number of us here. God bless you. They are standing up. Will you please speak your Bible and come to the front quickly? God bless you. God bless you. Church, let's give the Lord a big, big hand of praise. Let's celebrate the Lord. You want to be saved. Please don't be the last to stand up. Don't be the last to stand. God bless you in the name of Jesus. They are still coming. They are coming. Let's give Jesus a bigger, bigger, bigger hand of praise. You must be born again. Don't miss this service. Let God help you. Jesus is knocking your heart. Right now, it's in your heart to come. 
Don't let anything stop you. Say, I am moving forward and I will come. I'm coming towards God to help me. God bless you and God bless you in the name of Jesus.